sorry, enough messing around. Good morning, everybody. Today, Vezat Hashem, we'll be learning Dafayin Vav and Maseches Bavakama. Uh, let's start seven lines down in the wide lines on Ein Hayim and Bez. Mazatov again to Andrew for Chef Rami's uh, bris yesterday. And also, uh, we're learning for Ilan Ishmas, all the people uh, that we love, and also for the Schus of all the people that we love. And Bezat Hashem will see Yeshua's. Okay. We were talking about Rav Hamnuna and Rav Yochanan. They said a fascinating thing. They modified a basic thing that we have been saying now for a long time, which is Hamoide Biknas Pater. Okay? Typically speaking, when it comes to penalty, as opposed to if you have a chov, right? If, if you have a monetary obligation, or if you have to pay back principal, so that, and you admit it to it, so then that just makes you a good guy and go ahead and pay. Very good. But, you know, maybe the tshuva and now you're paying it. But if you are admitting to something for which you normally would have had to pay a penalty, a knas, so then you're putter in court, right? If you come forward and confess, so to speak, before anybody accuses you, you'll be putter from the knas. Says Rav Nuna and Rav Yochran, in the case of Dalid Vehei, whereas we finished off yesterday, where there's sort of stages, right? There's you st- in order to, to pay Dalid Vehei, you have to first steal, and then you have to, and then you have to be discovered to have stolen, and then you have to also either sell it, let's say, or shecht it. So then, if you had confess at the Dalid Vehei stage. And this is how we got here, because we were doing Mishnayis where it's happening in stages, where there's, let's say, two sets of Edom, one for the theft, and the other one for the, for the uh, subsequent sale, or Shechting. So if you have not confessed until the second stage, you are not going to be Pater the Dal Vehei. That's the big Chiddush of Yochan Why? Because you were already exposed, so to speak, right? You never... You never uh, uh, confessed to a chiv. You never took upon yourself a chiv, which is to say, at the stage where you, where you were being uh, accused, so to speak, of being a ganav, you denied it initially, right? So, so when you were denying it, you were denying your payment of any principle. You were going to be part from everything. Once Adam came and you were exposed and you were deemed a ganav, now you came around and confessed you that not only did you do that, but you also went ahead and did the Dalad Vehei. Seli Rebrochanan and Rebam Nuna, once you denied being a Ganav and you didn't confess to the principal, we're no longer going to potter you from uh, the Knas, even with your confession for the Dalad Vehei. Okay, that is where we are. So says the Gemara, Lema Ketanai. And that, in fact, is a controversial question because after all, you still mode the Knas, but the question is, when you denied the principle in the first place, is that pater achayev? Says the Gemara, that might be a machlokas tanaim. And because we have the brisa, where we're going to see a machlokas between the Tanakama and Sumkus to that effect, as follows, says the brisa. So again, we're exactly the case we just said. Two witnesses come and they say that Shmerel is a ganav. And then another two set of witnesses come and say, not only is he a ganav, but he also did Tavicha and Mechira. If the first set of witnesses that say he was a god in the first place become Edim Zomimim, so then Edim Shabbatlam Iktasa Batla Kula. Right. So the question would be like this. If two sets of Edim, but once a set of Edim that say that he stole are discredited, 
then in the Tanakhama, we're going to say, half of the Adas is bottle, and a very important part, a very important half of the Adas is, is bottle. See Rashi, the second skinny line, but Lakula, the cave and the Logan of Lotavach, right? So Rashi spells it out. Again, you have a set of witnesses that said that he stole, and the set of witnesses that he said he's Tavach Machar. If the set of witnesses they say that he stole are discredited, that means he never stole it. Right? So Shmerel was never a Ghanav in the first place. So, as Rashi explains, if he didn't steal it, then he didn't shecht it either. Right? He never took it. So, what happens? Adam Zomimim, as we know, they get Kasher Zomam. They will then have to pay the Kefel because that's what they were obligating Shmerel, the thief, by falsely accusing him. And the Dalat Behei, Lohayav, Lohnivra, that, that, issue gets thrown out of court, the Dalad Behei, because he never stole it in the first place. So nobody has to pay anybody any Dalad Behei for that. Okay. So far, so good. That's actually pretty straightforward. Okay. Then, continues the Brisa, Huzmu Eidei Tvicha. What if the first set of Eidim are not discredited? Right? They are still assumed, it's still assumed that Shmerel is a Ganav. But the Eidei Tvicha are Eidim Zalmimim. So now, the part of the Shechting was not true. Then, Hu Misham Teshlumei Kefel, says the, the, the Tanakama. So then, Shmerel, the fact that he's a Ghanav was never disputed, so he's going to have to pay Kefel. That, that sounds right. And then, we've already explained the balance, right? The difference between the Kefel and the Dal Vehei is going to be Shlosha. That's going to be the Edim Zomimim, right? Because the second set of Edim were discredited, which means that Shmerel, uh, but the first set of Edim were not. So that means Shmerel did, in fact, steal. So for that, he'll have to pay Kefel. But he didn't. Do Tvichel Mechira. So that was not true. So the second set of Adam discredited, and therefore they are Adam Zomim, and they will pay the Dal Vehei. And again, it is, the Dal Vehei is still alive, so to speak, because Shmerel is a Ghanav, right? So the question of whether he did Dal Vehei is still in question, but those second set of Adam were discredited, so they'll have to pay, like Adam Zomimim, that extra amount, which they would have obligated Shmerel uh, to pay. That is the Tanakhama. Says the Brisa continues, Mishum Sumkos Amru. In the name of Sumkos, he said the following, Hain Mishalman Tishlumi Kefel, Machlokas, who the Adam Zomimim have to pay Tishlumi Kefel. Why? We'll see. The Hu Mishalman Tishlumi Shloshala Parash Naim The exact opposite. Whoa, this is a weird case. I thought that the first set of Adam were fine, so why, is, why are they sent. Uh, paying Tashlomi Kefel. And I thought that the second set of Edim were discredited. So why is Shmerel paying the Shlosh of the Par? What's the case? So that's what the Gemara asks. So that's the Brisa so far. So we're going to explain why Sumkus has this counterintuitive psaq as follows. Ahayekai Sumkus. What case, asks the Gemara, is Sumkus referring to? Ilema Aresha. If he's saying that he's talking about the first case, right? Because Sumkus is saying it about something, but it's like a non sequitur, right? Like, He's saying a psaq that, that Shmerel is paying the, the, the difference between Dalat Vahey and the Adam Zomim are paying Kefel. But what would be the case? So if you're going to say it's the first case where the first set of Adam were exposed as being Adam Zomim, so right? in other words, Sumkus is psaq again. It, the the Tanakama makes all the sense in the world, right? If the first set of Adam were were fine, so then it should make sense that Shmerel should pay Kefel. And if the second set of Adam were the one that discredited, 
then they should be the one to pay dollar v'hei. But if you're going to switch the psak and say that the sec- that the Adam Zomerman pay kefel and that Shmero pays the balance of dollar v'hei, so what are you going to say? That the Adam Zomerman were the one that were discredited? That it was the first set of Adam that said that Shmero was a thief in the first place were the ones that discredited? Well, if that's true, then Shmero shouldn't have to pay the balance of dollar v'hei because the whole, the whole idea of him being a thief was discredited. Are you going to say that Maybe we don't believe in Adus Shabbat Lamiktasa Bat Lakula. That's not, it's not even a classic Bat Lamiktasa Bat Lakula. I mean, it's like, Adus Shabbat Lamiktasa Bat Lakula classically would mean that if a part, part of the Adus gets, uh, is, is, uh, corrupted, so then the whole Adus gets thrown out. This is even more than that in a sense, because it's a very important part of the Adus that's corrupted. It's the part that says that Shmuel was a thief in the first place. Right, so if that's discredited, why would there ever be any dollar of hay? Right, the whole the, everybody just get out of court. What are we talking about? Let Shmerel go back to his life. So, what therefore would be the case that Sumkus is referring to, where it is indeed it's Shmerel that pays the balance, and the Adam Zomer are paying the kefal? So you say, wait a minute, but Ella Asefa? Right, so we're, we're we're struggling to find out what case that would be. It's not the case where the first set of Adam are discredited. So what are you going to say? It's the case where the second set of Adam are discredited. So says the Gemara, Shapir Amri Rabbanan. In the Seifa, the Rabbanan, the Tanakama, as it were, that we already quoted, make all the sense in the world. Who Misham Tashlumei Kefel, right? Because after all, the first set of Adam were not discredited, and therefore he's a Ganav and he's going to pay Kefel. And a second set of Adam will have to pay the balance for the Dal That's what the Halacha should be. Where's Sumkus getting it backwards? Says the Gemara, Ela Milsa Achrisa Ike It has to be that the machlokas between the Rabbanon and Sumkas, when Sumkas has this weird case where he's paying the balance of the Dal Vahei and the Adam Zomer paying the Kefel, has to be a totally different case. And here's going to be the case as follows. Now we're going to get to Sumkas. Kagon, to Asu Betray, Amrle So what happened? First set of Adam came and they said, Shmerel, you're a Ganav. Okay. Amrlehu in. Now we're going to get back to the case uh, that we were talking before of Modem Mimimiktos. Where first set of Adam says he's a Ganav and he says, yes, you're right, I'm a Ganav. Not only am I a Ganav, he volunteers that in addition to a Ganav, he also did Tvichel Mechira. Okay. And here's the twist. He says, it is true. I, am, uh, I, I confess to being uh, a dirty, no good Ganav. And I did a, and a liar. And I did Tavicha Mechira, but not in front of you. Guess what? You know better than me, you're dirty, stinking liars as well. You were not there. And therefore you are not, right? He discredits those Adim and he goes a step further. And he says, And then he brings his own witnesses. In other words, this guy is coming for a full confessional. He says, I'm a dirty, no good liar, but you're no better than me. You're also liars, first set of Adim. And I am actually going to bring my own Adim because I know who was there when I did it. And let me bring Adim and they will indeed corroborate the story. So what's happening now is the first set of Adim indeed are becoming discredited. But the notion of him being a Ganav and doing Tvirch of Mechira is not discredited. He's actually confessing to it. In that very unusual case, the first set of Adim will pay the Kefal because all they wanted to do was to make him Aganav. They never even said anything about Tvichel Mechira. And the question is going to be, why is Shmerel going to be paying the balance? Well, let's say it outside. We almost got it. 
Okay, it's a, it, why, why is Shmuel going to be paying the balance of the Dal Vahey? Because even though he confessed, he had already been accused of being a Ganav, and this is going to be Sumkus who's going to say that once you've already been accused of being a Ganav, the Moda B'Miktas is not going to be Pater, the Dal Vahey. So it is in that case that Sumkus is going to give the counterintuitive Psak that the Edim, the first set of Edim pay the Kefel, and the second, and, and the God of himself is going to pay the balance of the Dal Vahey. Because this, in this particular unique case, the first set of Edim did not, right, accuse him of Dal Vahey. And then Shmerel himself, right, brought Edim by his own confession, but he had already been exposed as a Ganav. So that led him to his aha, right, Shuva moment, but it's too late because Simcoe holds that once you've already been exposed, you don't get a tour from the Knas. It is that case where Simcoe says, first it evaded him pay the Kefal, and he, and the Ghana pays the Dal Vahey. Let's look at it inside. So again, Vaitis Saadi Vezmino Delobah Payu Ghanav. So he brings his own, invites his own uh, Adim, and they explain that indeed, the first set of Adim were Zomimim, right? And that, the, and that the theft didn't happen in front of the first set of Adim. Imano Aisim, it would have to be, right? And not only Imano Aisim, but uh, that day or whatever at that time, it's a little bit tricky how they would witness. Words, how would they know Imano Aisim while at the same time they also witnessed? In other words, in order to make Adim, Adim Zomimim, the second set of Adim would have to say that you were with us at the time that this happened, and therefore you were not in a position to witness the crime. But, but at the same time, they were in a position, that same set of Adim were in a position to witness the crime. Okay, but be that as it may, right, angles being what they are, vantage points, they know that the, the first set of Adim didn't see and that they themselves did see, okay? So once we get the set of Adim, what happens? Vaisi Balabai is Sahade. So then... The original owner, right, that got that Shmerel stole from, known as the Balabais, brings these Adim to to uh, the second set of Adim to now corroborate because all he wants now is his money back, right? And the second set of Adim are going to testify uh, the truth, the truth that Shmerel already confessed to, that he stole and then he was Tavach and he was Mocher. Now, mind you, Shmerel himself is the one that introduced the Baal to these Edim, right? He just said, the, I'm doing a full confessional. Here are the Edim. I'm going to pay you, right? But the first set of Edim are going to have to pay you the Kefel because they are stinking liars. So he does save money by saying the truth, in essence, because he discredits the first set of Edim. Fine. And then, what does the Machlokas, in that case, between the Tanakama and Sumkas, well, Behodot Vicha Kameflagi. It's exactly the case where they're arguing. Because after all, Shmerel was already exposed as a, as a thief, but he confessed to the Tvicha, where their abundance savri, because the Tanakama holds that even though the Odata Geneva does not exempt him from the Kefel, right, since that was already believed by the first witnesses. In other words, you can't do Hoda once you've already been exposed, right? That's not how Hoda works. Hoda is when you come forward ahead of time, before yeah, two Adim come, right? So certainly the Kefal, he's gonna have to be Chayev. Uh, However, Hoda, Detvicha, Hoda, Potter. However, since the first set of witnesses, according to the Chachamim, right, were, um, since only telling, were only testifying with respect to his theft, but not with respect to his Tvicha Mechira, that piece of information, Shmerel volunteered, 
and therefore, before he was accused of it, and therefore, according to the Chachamim, they hold that even though he had already been exposed as a Ghanav by the first set of Edim, uh, for that, he'll have to pay the Kefel, but for the Tvicha Mechira, he'll be Pater, right? Because that he volunteered. That's the Chachamim. Where Vesumkas, Vesumkas of came with the the Gnevim Machmas Edim to Komoda, Sumkas holds that since the Hadav, of the Gneva, right, happened because of Edim and not because of him volunteering the information proactively ahead of the Edim, then that, he, the Tvicha Lav right, and his admission to the, to, to the slaughter, right, to the Tvicha at that point is no longer considered Hoda. Because after all, Sumkas is of the opinion that once you've been exposed, for, then we don't, that, that already takes away Right, your ability to be modebeknas pater because you've already been exposed as being a thief with respect to the principle, right? And therefore, and therefore, for that reason, the first set of Adam that become that turn out to be Adam's own, they're going to pay the kefal. However, for who misham and the and Shmerel is going to pay the balance because even though right he volunteered the information, it was too late. He'd already been exposed to the Ganav. It is the very machlokes of which we speak. This is a machlokes tanaim between Tanakam and Sukkos about whether a about this very issue of Rabbi Yochanan Rav Hamduna about whether once you've been exposed on the principle, are you going to be as a hodah beknas going to make you potter for the balance? Isn't that amazing? These Chazal are very smart. By the way, when I, I can't mention Sumchus without asking, you know why he's named Sumchus? Because his parents liked the name. That's my, that's my joke. Okay. Okay. Amar Rav Baricha. Amar Rav. It's it's not the reason why why uh, the cousins called your, uh, their baby Rechmiel Rami. That's named for my second son. Okay. Amar Rav Acha Bereder of Ika. Ravacha Bereder says, Lo. Now, he doesn't think. That that's what the Machlokas Chachamim and Sumchas is. Rather, the Chulei Amodo, the Tvicha Labodoi. He thinks that everybody's going to agree with Rav Amnun and Rav Yochanan, like what we just said in Sumchas, that once, you, once you've been exposed, that it's not considered a confessional where you're going to be Patrim Beknas. So, what is the case in the Brisa, therefore? They're just talking about a different idea of Eidus Shiata Yachol Hazima. I was, I was uh, joking with AJ yesterday at the Bris. You guys know AJ? AJ fills in for Rabbi Hauer at the, um, AJ Ezreal. He fills in for Rabbi Hauer when he's not here for his daf. And a little bit later today. We were laughing how these, these Gemaras take three months in yeshiva. And I said, yeah, uh, um, nothing to see here, guys, don't worry. <laughs> so, is the following. Okay, so we know what Adam Zomimim are, right? Adam Zomimim means that Imono Aisim, right? The first set of witnesses uh, come and they're big fat liars. They're saying something that they were in no position to say. If, if a second set of Adam comes and they say, it's a Chiddush for the Torah, they say, Imono Aisim, you were with us, you were not in a position to make this testimony. I see some Lokasha Zomim. Very good. That is uh, a derivative of that is if you make a testimony, if you testify in a way that is that nobody could come and say that you were, that you were uh, Adam Zomimim, then by definition, since Ede, since Ede uh, Zimum, right, since Hazama is a concept, the retrofit to that is that if you make an Edus that can't be exposed as being Adam Zomimim, you will not, we will not accept that Edus. 
So, for example, the classic thing would be, right, again, the only way you could expose Ogmim, it's a Chiddush in the Torah, is by saying, Imanu Aisim. Well, what if you don't give a time and place of where you were when it happened? So you say, I know Shmerel stole it. When did he steal it? I don't remember. Where was he when he stole it? I don't remember. I just remember that he stole it. That's called the Eidus, that you can never be exposed as an Eidim Zomimim, and we therefore will not accept that testimony. That testimony is garbage because it doesn't give enough information, right, where you could even be exposed. You have to have some skin in the game, Barry. Like, as a, testim- as a witness, right, you have to have some authenticity, some credibility. What kind of credibility do you have if you're not giving us any information other than that Shmerel's guilty? That's not how it works. You have to give credibility. If you really are a witness, you have to give details, right? And then you're credible as a witness. So that's called, so what's the litmus test, so to speak, right? Uh, I'm oversimplifying it. The litmus test of whether you have enough credibility is, were somebody really real that knew exactly what happened? Come, could you be exposed for your details being incorrect, okay? That's good. If not, then we throw out the ADIS. It's not considered a good ADIS. Anyway, oh. Says the Gemara. That's the machlokas here. The, what do you mean? In other words, everybody's going to agree that that if you admit to the once you admit to the uh, that to that once you're exposed to the theft, then admitting to the shechting is not uh, going to pack you from the knas. For sure, you would have to pay the knas. The question is: Is the second set of edim a valid edus? Why? Because don't forget, what was the case? It was a very unusual case. Let's go back to the case as we explained it in Sumchus. It's really the same way we explained it before, but now we're going to look at it from a different perspective as follows. First aid of Adam says, Shmerel, you're a filthy Ganav. Not only am I Ganav, I'm fully confessing, but you guys are dirty rats too, because I did steal Ganavti, Vitavachti, Umacharti, right? And he's, of course, pounding his chest as he's doing it. He's doing al hate now. Okay, ganafti, tavachti, macharti. I did all of that. ganafti, but not in front of you guys, right? You guys are lying because you were not there. ploni This is exactly how we explained the case before, right? He brings his own two sets of witnesses to his crime. And the Adam, sure enough, come and they corroborate the second set of Adam. Corroborate everything. They say the first set of Adam were not there, and but Shmerel did do all those things. What are we going to say? Okay. And then it doesn't matter. So-and-so, let's say another set of Adam corroborate. The bottom line is another set came and they, they say all of that is true. That indeed, right? He stole and he tavach and he machar. What's the argument? They're going to say that the reason why, right, they, the, we don't believe the second state of Edim is because that was an Edus Shiatai Chol Azima. Bechol Edus Shiatai Chol Azima, Lo Havya Edus. That there is going to be no Edus in the second set. First thing I want to explain is why is there no, why is it Edus Shiatai Chol Lahazima, right? Um, by the way, the, the consequence of that is that we're going to throw out the Aedas from court, and therefore, nobody's going to have to pay uh, anything. <laughs> How so? Well, the first set of Aedim were discredited. They were filthy, rotten liars, and they were a day, right? They, they, they were filthy, rotten liars, the first set of Aedim, 
and they were Adam Zomamim. Okay, so maybe they'll have to pay the kefel. Uh, but it's not clear because it turns out that we don't have any testimony that he was a thief now. The first set of Adim were, were Adim Zomamim, so they're not, we're not using their testimony. The second set of Adim, according to the Rabbanon, were garnished. So how does the second set of, how does the second set of uh, Adim disqualify the first? It doesn't make sense. You're saying if they're... You need the second set in order to disqualify them. to make them Zomamim. If they're garbage, then... Right. So that's, that, that, that's the only piece. That's the only piece, right. In other words... How is the second, if the second set of Adim or Zomim are garbage, then how are they going to, then, then why do we believe them to discredit the first set of Adim? So, first of all, right, so what makes them garbage? So the reason is like this. This is, this is, this is where it gets complicated and this is where the Gemara kind of sorts it out. Phil asked an excellent question. He said, if their testimony is garbage, it's an hazima. so why do we believe them to say that the first set of Adam are Zomim? So the answer is, they're not the same kind of garbage. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And I'll explain exactly what I mean. And this is, I'm going to say the answer to the Gemara first, because otherwise it's too confusing, as Phil explained. There's two way, reasons why an Adus would be an Adus hazima. One way would be if the, if the testimony is trash, and they're not giving any details, okay. The other reason is, if the defendant himself brings the Adim and says, these are my Adim, and testifies himself that they were there at the time of the crime, and now there is, in, by invite, invitation only kind of Adim, that is a very unique, this is a Hava Amina, that's an Adim Shei not because they didn't know the details, they're telling every detail. But rather because by his own admission, Shmerel, the, the defendant, already conceded that they cannot become Adim Zomim. What do I mean? It's Hodas Baldin Kamea Adim Dummy. When a defendant himself testifies that these Adim are valid Adim, then if a second set of Adim were to come and say that they were not valid Adim, okay? We wouldn't believe the second set of Adim. It's three versus two. Basically. It's basically a million versus two. Unlike every other case of Adam Zomim, where the Chiddush of the Torah is that even though it's he said, he said, or they said, they said, we believe the second set of Adim, that's true in every case except for when our case, when Shmerel invites the second set of Adim and said they were there. Well, now that he admits that they were there and admits to his crimes and admits that they witnessed his crimes, even if somebody else would say that that's not true, they, that's the one case, the one exception where they wouldn't become Adam Zomim because Shmerel himself admitted that they were there. That's like a hoda, not only to the crime, but also to the witnesses of the crime. So the Gemara says, that's really, and then the Gemara is going to throw this out because, yes, it's true, technically it's Adam Shiatei but for a different reason than every other case, it's, a, it's, not, it's not a trashy Adam, it's a super Adam. And so Phil figured it out. The Havamina is going to get thrown out because this is a superset of Adis that's not going to be. They, these, are, these guys are f- believed on everything. They're believed on the crime, they're believed on the Adam Zomim, they're believed on everything. So even though technically it's an Adis Shetachalazima, it is not an Adis that gets thrown out of court. That's going to be the answer. So let's, let's see that inside now, okay? So again, but, but, but right, the, the Havamina in the Gemara is that the Rabbanan is going to say that because it's not 
Um, but that's why you could split the difference. You could say that they're, not, they're still going to be believed to discredit the first set of Edim, but because it's technically an Edish Yotech Azima, we can't be Mechai of the, the balance of the money. Okay. And Sumchas maybe holds that that such an edus is a valid edus. Says the Gemara, really? Right. In other words, I, I, let me let me change my tone. Everybody holds that edus shetech says the Gemara. When edus yetech halazima isn't an edus, is when they're coming with a trashy uh, uh, testimony that they don't know what time it happened, they don't know which day it happened. Okay, the lake edus cloud. That's not an edus. But here, they are not only not trashy edim, they are the most, they're golden, right? Their evidence is amazing. It's great evidence. So his forgiveness, so to speak, of their hazama doesn't detract doesn't detract from their edus at all, and therefore they are golden edim, and so that is why he could say that this is not an edus shetechol azima, and their testimony counts. That would be the machlokas between Rabbanon and Sumchas. Okay, so now two lines up in the bottom of Mar Hein Misham Tishlumei Kefel. So what would be what would Mar say in the Brisa that the edim is only going to pay the two. The, the kefil because they were exposed. Midakamoda, the Ganav, Karen, Bai Shalume. And so the question here is a detail. We just said, right, we just want to ask wait, why are the Adam Zoman paying kefil? Shouldn't the Ganav, once he agrees, have to pay the principal? Right? He admits after, after he's, in other words, again, what's the sequence? Adam come and they're discredited. That's true. And so they are Adam's own and they were going to be Mechai of him the whole thing. But the Ganav later confessed. Ganavti, Tovachti, Macharti. What's the question? The question is like this. After all, once the Ganav admits, once it's everything sorted out and we realize Shmerel did in fact steal it, okay? So then even though Adam Zomimim typically are going to be high of everything that they were going to be high of him, which is to say the principal and the kefel, right? The fact is the principal should be paid by Shmerel. Why? Because from the moment he stole, that became a chiyuv, not a knas, right? From the moment he stole, he owes that money. So it's not really something that the Adam Zomimim were high of him, okay? It, Right, so in other words, he stole hundred dollars. The Adams of him say, uh, and then he and then he denied it. And the Adams and then the Adams of him come, and at the time before the Adams of him are exposed, they say he stole hundred dollars and he denies it. And it turns out we have two Adams that he stole it. Now he's going to pay Kefos. Now he's going to pay two hundred dollars. Okay, then those Adams become discredited as Adams of him, so they have to pay two hundred dollars. That makes sense. No, it does not, because when when they convicted him. Uh, it's true that they, he went from zero to 200. But once, it's, once everything is sorted out and it turns out that he really was a thief, it turns out he didn't really go from zero to 200. He went from 100 to 200. Because from the moment he stole, he had a chov, right? Right. And so when the Adam Zomim came, even though they're big stinking liars, they never obligated him more than the, extra, than the kefel. Because that $100, as once, every, once the dust settles, is something that he had owned before they ever got there. Okay, that's what this means. Wow. So, so, so that's, that's this detail that they're trying to ask. So, Amr Belazim, Shmei Derav, 
Nay, tashlam to kefal. Yeah, that's what it means. It really means that. that they have to, when it says that the Aden Zolmin pay kefal, it means that they pay the balance, the difference between 100 and 200. Okay, that's what it really means. Okay. Okay, so we arrive at Ayn Vav Amaral. Okay. We say the following. Let's go to the case of Hekdesh. The Gemara asks, what, what would we say in the Mishnah? We said if a person steals the animal and then is makdash it, then once he, right, so, so for stealing, he's going to have to pay the kefil. But again, what's the order? Steals it, makdash it, and then shechts it. So by the time he shechted it, it didn't belong to him anymore. In order, and it didn't belong to the original Baal anymore. In order to be chayev, to be chomichira, you have to shecht something of, of the Baal. The original of the original Baal. If you're shechting it from Hekdesh, as we said, if you're shechting something that the original Baal doesn't already own, either belongs to Hekdesh or you inherited it, etc., etc., then you don't pay Dalad Vahey in that case. So ask the Gemara, I can understand he's not Machayev for shechting it because he's shechting something that's not his, he's saying shechting something that belongs to Hekdesh. However, the Katavach, as the Gemara says, once he shechted it, he was shechting something that already belonged to Hekdesh. Below the Mari Katavach, and he's not shechting. In this case, we're going to use Barry as the original owner. It's Barry's bull, Barry's ox. He didn't shech Barry's ox anymore. He stole it, and then he had the... Now, how he had the authority once he stole it to be makdashit, we're setting aside. We already said that we're going to set that aside, but that's Kenyana Geneva, Sugiz. But be that as it may, assuming he had the authority to do so, so now he's not shechting Barry's, he's shechting Hektish's thing, and there's no Dalvehei there, right? Ela ha-Hektish l'chayev. But for the very act of being makdashit, he should be chayev dal v'hey to bury. Wait, why? Because mali mechar lahedjot, mali mechar l'shamayim. After all, what, uh, what gives you the dal v'hey pen, uh, penalty? Either tvicha or mechira. So let's put tvicha aside. Tvicha, if you're going to be makdashit, you're going to be potter. But mechira, you should be chayev. Because by being makdashit with the very act of, of making it hektish, it's as if you sold it you sold, you, at the time that you were Makdashit, it was still Barry's. You stole Barry's thing, and then you were Makdashit, it would be like the same as selling Barry's thing, for which you should be Chayav Dal What is the difference whether Mali Machar Lahedra, whether you sell it to Andrew, or whether you sell it to Mami Machar Shemaim, or you sell it to Shemaim, which is to say you're Makdashit? Says the Gemara, Hamani? Who is this town of that Mishnah? Rabbi Shimon he. Our Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. Well, you might recall there was this uh, an enigmatic uh, part of our Mishnah where at the end of our Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon says that matters whether the Kachim Shachai Bechor Yusun. It matters how you're makdash something. There's two ways to do it. You could either say, I, like a Gavar Chefza, as we said, right? I, I am obligated in this. Once I'm obligated in this, uh, in this Karban, so then even if the animal gets lost, I have to bring another animal. So Rabbi Shimon is going to say that if you're Chai Bechor Yusun, so then Birshusa Demar Kaimi. When a person takes this kind of responsibility, he, even once he's makdash the animal, he retains some level of ownership. And this is a very subtle abstract idea that the, as, the aspect of this giving over the animal where you have to replace it if it were to be lost retains some level of tethered connection to this animal where the original owner, Barry, retains some ownership of that animal. And therefore, that is why uh, that is why when the thief who stole it from Barry gives it to Hekdesh, that's why it's not really a mechira because it still belongs somewhat to Barry. Because, ba- because it was a kachim shechai b'achir Yusin. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. 
You can tell me that the whole Mishnah, this idea that you're potter from Tvicha Mechira, is Reb Shimon? How could that be? After all, Hami to say for Reb Shimon, Havi, Reisha Lav Reb Shimon. We, the, again, in the body of the Mishnah, we said that you're potter from, from Dal Rehei for Tvicha Mechira. And then we said, Reb Shimon Omar, that has to do with whether it's Chayi Bechayusin or not. Well, it sounds like how, it doesn't make any sense that the body of the Mishnah would be according to Reb Shimon, and then we're bringing in Reb Shimon afterwards to give his Chayav Bachayusim shot. So that wouldn't fit. To say that Reb Shimon is, talk, is the author of the body of the Mishnah doesn't fit with the structure of the Mishnah, because in the, in the Hemshech, Reb Shimon is exposed. So says the Kachim Kalim. Now it has to be a case of Kachim Kalim, because there is, after all, a difference between Kachim Kalim and Kachay Kachim. Uh, Right, the kachay kachim would be like a chatas or an olar or an asham. Kachay kalim are more like a shlamim or a korban pesach. We learned psachim. We were talking about kachim kalim and that the korban pesach is a form of a korban shlamim uh, all day long. Many differences between between them, as we discussed then. But for now, the difference is as follows: because the holds like this: the amar kachay kalim mamen bailim hu. That kachay kalim, like a shlamim, are always considered the property of Barry. Let's say over shusei kaime. And therefore, right, the, the Shmerel, the thief, right, when he actually is Makdashit, that's not a sale because it's still in Barry's possession even after Barry, right, was Makdashit, okay? So it's still in Barry's Rishus, right? Now the question is, if it's still in Barry's Rishus, why isn't Shmerel high for the Tvicha? Well, because he was Makdashit. So it has to be a middle ground. Kachim Kalim are enough out of Barry's Rishus to be potter from the Tvicha because, by the Hekdesh, but still enough in Barry's Rishus to not be chayiv for the Mechira. <laughs> okay, that's the, that's the wrinkle here that you have to, you have to be aware of, right? Because he's potter according to the Mishnah both for the Tvicha and for the Mechira. Okay? So it's the Gemara of Al-Kachim Kachim Mai. Wait a minute. So you're going to say that our whole Mishnah is talking about Kachim Kalim, which is so unique where you're potter both for the Tvicha and for the Mechira. When when you're when a thief is makdashit, fine. So what are you going to say that our Mishnah does not apply to kachim kachim? After all, like Gemara says, you're going to say that kachim kachim, where Barry doesn't really um, maintain ownership of it, you're going to say there that um, that is mishalim to shlumi abra b'chamisha that there the thief would have to pay dalve adetani reisha. If so, then in the first part of the Mishnah you should have said what is this talking about? Well, you might recall, is when Shmerel the thief stole from Barry and then shechted it and only afterwards was makdashit. In that case, the Mishnah had said, right, that you do have to pay because the shechita preceded the hekdesh. That makes sense. What's going on here, Andrew? We have two sets of Mishnahis. We have the sets of cases in Adaf Ayin where in all of those cases, you are Chayav Dalad Vehei, right? And then we have the parallel sets of cases in Ein Dalad, the Mishnah is where you're Pater Dalad Vehei. If you were paying attention, that is the structure of these Gemaras. There's a whole set of cases in Daf Ein where you're Chayav, which is to say, when the thief steals from Barry, does the Shechita, and then is Makdashit. And then the contrast is the Mishnah in Ein Dalad, where you're Pater, where the thief steals it from Barry, is Makdashit first, and then Shechts it, where he's Pater Dalad Vehei. That was the whole structure, says the Gemara. If it was true that by kachay kachim, right, you would have to pay dal vehei, but medvar amorim, then the Mishnah should have said so. It should have said in the Mishnah itself, when is it true that you're going to be pater dal vehei, but kachay kalim? 
as we just explained. In other words, if there's such a distinction between Kache Kalim and Kache Kachim, the Mishnah should have said so, right? We couldn't have just, because the Mishnah said like categorically, on Daf Ayin it said, if you shecht it first, you're chayiv. On Daf Ayin Dal it said, if you're makdish it first, you're pater. And we never made any mention of kachay kalim and kachay kachim. That was very misleading indeed. So if this distinction is true, we should have said so. Says the Gemara, Elohim, Loshna kachay kachim, Loshna kachay kalim. Doesn't matter, that distinction is not a distinction. And it's categorically, it's not going to matter whether it's kachay kachim or kachay kalim. But the kashalon, mali machla, hedger, mali machla, shemaim, and this whole kasha of, does it, why aren't you chayiv for the, I can understand why you're not chayiv for the but why are you not chayiv for the mechira? After all, it's like as if you're mochir to hekdesh. Well, that is a red herring, Phil, because Machar Lahedyot, Meikar Tor, the Ruvain Vahashator, Tor Shimon, because it's not really a sale. Like, now we're saying, like, brisker Rav, like fundamentals, right? Like, like, like Balabatish, that's what Rabbi Gross always says. If it sounds Balabatish simple, it's because it's true that the brisker Rav used to say. So now we're saying it like this. Being Makdish something and selling something are two different things. When you sell something, so it was originally. Uh, Andrews and he sold it to Phil now it's Phil's thing it's changed hands changed ownership but if Andrew consecrates something as hectish it's still Andrew's hectish thing which is to say that's not a sale this whole thing that we said that being mocked or something is like a sale is a fiction right hectish fundamentally lacks the requisite shinui to be considered a real true mechira for purposes of tvicha mechira in other words, it's for certain cases, maybe it would be similar to a sale, to Shemaim. But for the purpose of being chayef, tovachu machar, that's not a sale. Hektish is not a sale. And so the whole question gets thrown out the window. So now there are two dots in the middle of the page. You know, Andrew, there's only one line on Daf, Daf uh, Ayin Zayin, uh, Ayin Zayin, Ayin Zayin, it's just one line. So I'm treating it as if it's just one Amud. Yeah. Um, so now, two thousand in the middle of the page. Of course, we're going to read the Tosfos inside. But anyway, Shimon Omer, I keep threatening Andrew. Amri, okay. So with respect to right uh, the hekdesh, right? So says the Gemara. Amri, Nehid the Sover of Shimon, Mali Machar Wait a minute. This whole idea we said that Reb Shimon. Now we're back, now we're finally arriving at the end of that Mishnah. At the end of that Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon said that if you're, if it's, if it's something that changed by Machrayas, so then you're going to be Chayef. And if anybody Machrayas, you're going to be Pater. Says the Gemara, shouldn't it be the opposite? In other words, let's say Rabbi Shimon says that whether you sell it to Hedjos, the Hedjot or Shemaim, you're going to be Chayef from Mechira. If that's the case, in Ibchom then it should be the opposite Psak, the Kachim Chayef Bechoyus and Pater. That if you were Makdash an animal that you kind of own, then you're going to be potter because still, since, right, you're going to be potter, except for Dal Vehei, because because the animal still didn't go out of the possession, still didn't go out of possession of who, we're going to see. But again, if it doesn't belong to somebody else, then you're going to be potter, right, because you never really stole it. And in other words, if Barry still owns it, then you didn't really steal it, you shouldn't be chayev tvicha mechira. However, if it's Kachim Sheinu Chayev Bechoryusun, where Barry, instead of saying, I'm Chayev this Korban, says, This animal's Chayev Bechoryusun. So now you've severed, now when you stole it, you really severed it from Barry. And then, Mafkilim Mishusei, right? In other words, you severed it from Barry, Mafkilim Mishusei. And it's for that, it's a counterintuitive psak. You should be Chayev for the Kachim Sheinu Chayev To which the Gemara answers, Amri, Rabbi Shimon, Amil Sach, He's talking about a different case. 
Vahachi Katani, that's where we're going to pick up tomorrow for the Vahachi Katani in the bottom of Ayin Vavam Aleph, right, of what is the case that Rabbi Shimon was talking about at the end of our Mishnah.